context was not provided, and personal attacks were treated as truth. The lack of honest reporting about the firing and the events that led up to it was not just unfair, most of it was flat-out lies. In this first chapter, I will tell you the full story of what happened to me. My purpose in doing this is not to get people to feel sorry for me. The goal of this book is to set the record straight and to use my experience in what amounts to a political and media whacking as the starting point for a much-needed discussion about the current sad state of political discourse in this country. It's time to end the ongoing assault against honest debate in America. This story begins with a typical Monday night for me. I went to the Fox News Channel's bureau in Washington to do a satellite interview for Bill O'Reilly's primetime show, The O'Reilly Factor. I've appeared on Bill's show hundreds of times since I joined Fox in 1997. The drama here is watching me, a veteran Washington journalist with centrist liberal credentials, enter the lion's den to debate the fiery, domineering right-of-center O'Reilly. When I do the show, I'm most often paired with a conservative or Republican guest. My usual jousting partner is Mary Catherine Hamm, a conservative writer. This strikes some critics as stacking the deck by having two conservatives take me on. In reality, the combination offers viewers a range of opinions, because O'Reilly is unpredictable. He listens and admits it when he's wrong. Ham is an honest debate partner who's willing to call them as she sees them and to veer off any conservative party line. If the deck is stacked, it's because there can be no doubt that this is Bill's party and he runs the show. The audience tunes in to see him and they keep tuning in because they love his cranky but vulnerable personality. He's a star, and he can be intimidating. But I see no need to back down in a debate, and I genuinely respect him. I think he respects me, too. Along with Mary Catherine, Bill and I share a sense that we can disagree without the personal attacks and put-downs. I hear from viewers that the segment is a hit because they learn something from watching people with different political convictions and viewpoints, but also with affection for each other, try to make sense of emotional political issues. We don't play the cheap TV debate trick, often used to stoke TV political debate shows and soap operas, of creating false tensions by shouting over each other and calling each other liars. We treat each other as sincere people with integrity and the courage of our convictions, but make no mistake, we are painfully direct with each other. To survive on the show, you'd better know how to think quickly and counterpunch with a fast, pithy point or you'll be left behind with less time to talk, reduced to what Bill calls a pinhead. The intensity and the variety of views and insights that come from such debate is one of the reasons I enjoy my job at Fox. The news channel looks for the conservative slant in the stories it selects to tell, and its leading personalities in prime time are right-wingers, but you can hear all sides of the debate on Fox. Our segment led the O'Reilly Show that Monday night in late October. The topic for debate was the effect of political correctness on the country's ability to talk about the threat posed by radical Muslims. O'Reilly set up the segment by talking about his recent experience on ABC's daytime program, The View, where he had discussed the proposal to build an Islamic community center near the site of the September 11 attacks in downtown Manhattan. O'Reilly expressed his agreement with the millions of Americans who felt it was inappropriate. When asked by co-host Whoopi Goldberg why it was inappropriate, O'Reilly said, quote, 
because Muslims killed us on 9-11, end quote. This prompted Goldberg and Joy Behar to walk off the set in protest. Barbara Walters criticized her co-host, saying they should not have done that. We should be able to have a discussion, quote, without washing our hands, screaming, and walking off the stage, end quote. They did return after O'Reilly apologized for not being clear that he meant the country was attacked not by all Muslims, but by extremist, radical Muslims. The episode got national attention as a celebrity TV mashup between the conservative, brash male O'Reilly and two furious liberal women. But a serious analysis of the heart of the exchange, the truth and the lies, never took place. So O'Reilly took it to the very top of his next show with me as his guest. At the start of the debate, Bill invited me, indeed challenged me, to tell him where he went wrong in stating the fact that, quote, Muslims killed us there, end quote.